0: How amazing would it be, you guys, to wake up to a life you don't need a vacation from? This week, I had the honor of interviewing Stephanie Keith, who's the CEO of Law of Attraction Tribe, author, and master manifester. She's also now one of my great friends. This was an amazing episode, you guys. We had so much to chat about with manifesting your dream life. I know this is a long episode, but I promise you it will be worth it for you to stick through until the end while we talk about Law of Attraction manifesting the things that you want, and walking away from an unfulfilling life that you're currently living. Without further ado, let's jump into this amazing episode. Welcome to the Go-Getter Girl podcast. I'm your host, Rach Marie, founder of Go-Getter Girl Company and the Go-Getter Girl Planner, online coach, and your new BFF. This is your go-to podcast to add a little bit of sparkle to your week and allow you to become a go-getter and make your dreams, your freaking reality. I am an expert obsessed with helping you take action to create your dream life. This podcast will provide you strategies to help you go from point A where you are now to point Z where you've always wanted to go. Your dreams are your dreams for a reason. I want you to use this podcast as an outlet to find massive clarity on what those dreams are. With each episode, you will start to see your full potential and become the best version of yourself, the ultimate go-getter in your life, business, and goals. From mindset mastery, personal development, and entrepreneur tricks and tips, I'm here to share my story with you. Your day one is never easy. I'm here for you. I believe in you. But all I ask when listening to the podcast each week as you show up believing in yourself too. Get ready for solo casts from me and interviews from some of the best guest experts I know to support you in our mission. Your mission to plan your life and dreams like a go-getter. So if you're ready, let's do the dang thing. All the coffee, sparkles and unicorns are encouraged. Okay guys, before we start, I'm going to be extra and I have a few updates for you. So I want to personally invite you to my free Facebook community. If you're not already in there, it's called the Go Getter Girl group on Facebook. It's totally free. I've had that community for over a year and it's just so ironic to see that being the name and now my brand being Go Getter Girl. It's Alignment Baby, and I want you in there. I do exclusive free trainings all the time, and it's an awesome, supportive community to be a part of. So, again, pause this podcast before you start. Search Go Getter Girl Group on Facebook, and I'd love, love, love to see you in there. Let me know that you came from the podcast. Cannot wait to have you as a part of it. Second thing, if you are not on the wait list for the Go Getter Girl Planner, I don't know what you're doing with your life. I'm just kidding. But seriously, go ahead and go to at GoGetterGirlCo on Instagram. Click the link in our bio and join the planner waitlist. I promise you, if you're loving this podcast, you love my chats, you love our interviews, you want to be the best version of yourself and really step into your go-getter girl, then you are going to need the go-getter girl planner when we launch. It will be the new best planner on the market. I can promise that. So go to our link in our bio, add yourself to the VIP waitlist for exclusive discounts. Without further ado, let's get into the episode. Welcome back, you guys, to another episode of Go Get Girl Podcast. As you already know, I have a very special guest today. Stephanie, I'm so excited to have you on the podcast and just connect with you in general. So thank you for being here.
1: Thanks for having me. I'm so excited to connect with you too. I feel like we have so so much in common. So much in common. So yeah, today, guys, we had to
0: narrow it down and that was difficult for us,
1: but we're going to be talking and
0: chatting all things law of attraction and manifesting your dream life. And as Stephanie says, a life you don't need a vacation from. So I would love for you to tell us a little bit about your story and how you drastically changed your life to start off the
1: podcast. Yeah, definitely. So I first learned about the law of attraction back in 2009. After I had my daughter, I was just going through a lot like any you know new parent mm-hmm. and was living paycheck to paycheck. My husband just got laid off from his job. And things were just tough. You know, I just felt mm-hmm. stuck. I knew I wanted more for my daughter, but had no idea how to go from point A to point B. And yeah. my mom ended up sending me uh, the book, The Secret, which I'm sure is how a lot of people learned about the law. I now.
0: haven't read this and I need to. You, you haven't? Just- oh my no. God.
1: <laughs> okay. Yes. So this I feel like so many people have read it and there's like either people that it's changed their life or there's people that are like, it doesn't work because it does leave out like a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Um, but for whatever reason, it just clicked with me. Yeah, and Literally, I remember holding the book in my hand and I opened it up and on the very first page was a quote from the Emerald Tablet that said, as above, so below, as within, so without. And it was like, I felt Every atom of my being just mm-hmm. like screaming at me, like this book is gonna change your life. Like this has the answer that you Been are looking for. looking for. Yeah. And so it just clicked with me and it clicked with me really fast. Mm-hmm. So I read the book in June when I had my daughter. And then by September, three months later, I had manifested thirty thousand dollars cash bought my dream home like in the neighborhood and the school district that I wanted. This is
0: in Tampa like this is when you moved to Florida?
1: No, this was still in Illinois. Oh you're still yeah, okay still in Illinois. So that happened and I was still in my corporate job. But I and I was 25. I was young yeah. didn't have a lot of experience yet I got handed out of the blue this promotion that doubled my salary. So with that, like my husband was able to go back to school to pursue his career goals. I was able to move my mom right down the street for me and like pay her bills and, yeah. and wanted her close. Cause we're super close. So it was like my whole life turned around within three months learning about this. And my husband went from being a skeptic to, to in her because that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just, you know, how it goes like ways you cannot even predict. Like it was truly yeah. miraculous the way this all happened. So I believed in the law of attraction and at the time, all I could think about was money. Money's the answer. This is how I'm going to turn things around because I was, even though I manifested all these things, I was still suffering from seasonal depression, which would actually end up lasting like four to five months. Because During you were in the cold. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like everything's gray and dead and yes. it just affected me like so mm-hmm. bad. Yeah. And I remember every year around February or March, we would have to take a vacation, usually to Florida. Yeah. Otherwise I felt like I was going to just completely lose my mind. Yeah. And every time we were there, I would remember sitting on the beach and just thinking like oh, I in keep so. my life. I wish I would look at other people that lived in Florida and think, how amazing is that that every day the sun is. They live here. Yeah. I had
0: the exact same story. We used to come on vacation and I every time I was here, I had this feeling of I need to live here. Like, why am I not living here and stuck in like snowy Connecticut? So same, same kind of thing with you.
1: Yeah. And I think I always knew, like, even when I was a little kid, we would come and visit my grandma in Florida. Mm
0: -hmm. And I
1: remember like she had this beautiful pool with a rock waterfall. And I just remember as a little kid thinking like someday when I make it and I'm like successful, I'm going to move to Florida and buy a house that has a pool with a rock waterfall. Like that was just this vision that I had. And for whatever reason, it stuck with me through, you know, my adult life. Right. Um, And so I just, I knew someday I would, I would move to Florida. And, you know, I was also dealing with a lot of anxiety in my corporate job because for me, I just kept manifesting money in abundance, but mm-hmm. my mindset was so narrow at the time around making money that I only felt like I could manifest more money in abundance through my corporate job. So right. Like, but your,
0: yeah, but your corporate job didn't actually fulfill you. It wasn't yeah, really. In the it moment. didn't
1: fulfill me at all. And I kept thinking like from the outside, this looks great. I have, you know, I'm making six figures. I have mm-hmm. Great benefits. I have everything that they tell you you should have in life. Yes. Yeah. But I didn't feel fulfilled. So during this time, what made me actually move to Florida was I was having lunch with a customer. She was 63 years old. Yep. And she's like, I'm moving to California by the beach. Finally, I've been wanting to do this since I was 18. And she went to college in California, always mm-hmm. planned on moving back with her husband, never did and she started crying and she said now my husband's been diagnosed with terminal cancer he has 6 months to live and we're right. just now finally making it back to california mm-hmm. and the story like i just felt like that was the universe telling me you need to fulfill this dream of yours yeah mm-hmm. and i went home and my husband and i we've argued over this for years like mm-hmm. he did not want to move I did. We got in major fights over this, but I went home and I had this belief that no matter what I'm going and it's going to happen and I'm going to fulfill this dream and I'm not going to be like that woman. Yeah. Go get her. (laughs) Yeah. I like, you know, I just told the universe, like this is going to happen. And I went home and my husband was like, okay, just out of the blue. Like he was like, okay. I said, look, Alexis is going to go into kindergarten. You're getting ready to graduate and you're going to get a job. And then we're going to be stuck here now now's the time we're at a crossroads and we have to choose yeah that's how I felt yeah went for it with me and this was in April in September we moved to Florida officially that was April last year no this was when was this 2015 oh yeah you
0: told me it was a while ago okay Yeah. yeah So it's crazy kind of like, how time flies though. We've only been here, we've been here two years and I feel like we just moved, but it was such a similar story. Like I was like, what, what's the point in waiting? I am only 25 right now. And I'm like, if we have kids and we buy a house here, we're going to get not stuck, but definitely more reason not to leave, if that makes sense. So oh, yeah, completely feel that. So, And I think so many people listening will relate to your story is because they're all, some of them are living a life they're not actually fulfilled with and they're following the plan. And for you, it sounds like your plan was to get a degree, get this job at corporate and work it and keep getting promotions and move up. And you were doing that, but it wasn't sitting with you, right? And I have a similar story with that different. Um, I wasn't at a corporate business, but I was working with Kittles with special needs. I went to school for that. I was in my master's and I was like, I'm doing all the right things. I'm going to be making six figures when I get my master's and something hit me as well. And I was just like, no, like something inside me just didn't feel right. And I felt like I had to finally give in, not go back to that job and try to make it work with my business. So I think that's so awesome that we've just connected and all of the similar things.
1: <laughs> I know. I know. And it's so amazing that you're figuring this out at 25 because so many people, they go through life and they don't realize it until the end. And and then, you know, you're just filled with regrets. So that was always my big thing. Like I was so grateful that I had this wake up call and you know, when we moved to Florida, like things actually at that point weren't horrible in my corporate job. They weren't bad at all. I just wasn't fulfilled. I, I, Didn't wake up excited every day. You exactly. Know what I mean? Yeah. And it all kind of came to a head on my thirtieth birthday, where it was horrible. Like I, a couple friends called me, and like that was it. My husband and I, I think we were like fighting or something, so we didn't do anything. We didn't go out. We were still new to Florida, so I didn't have any friends here yet. Right. Yeah. And I spent my thirtieth birthday by myself and just crying and throwing myself a pity party. <laughs> but it was the best thing that could have happened to me because in that pity party that I was throwing for myself, I was asking myself some really big questions. I was like, you know what, if no one's showing up for like this milestone in my life, if I died tomorrow, would anyone even go to my funeral? Like, would anyone even care? And like, what would they say about me? What have I done in this world to make it a better place? Yeah. You know, what legacy am I leaving for my daughter? And it dawned on me that my whole decade of my 20s, I was so absorbed in this job and this Corporate world, and outside of that identity, I had nothing. I had no like hobbies. I didn't make time for friends. I didn't make time for, for me, for anything.
0: For what you really wanted. Right. So how did you decide, like you were like, obviously you have to do this stuff for yourself. Like if you're not going to show up for yourself, like you said, nobody else will. So what do you think, like if someone's listening right now and they're like, okay, yes, like I'm resonating, you know, I don't love my job X, Y, and Z. How did they just decide one day I'm leaving that job? Like, what did you do? What were some of the steps, like the action steps to moving to Florida, to quitting your job, to, finding a new position to being an entrepreneur. Your day-to-day life now looks a little bit different than, a lot different than what you used to do. And I'd love for you to give audience a little quick background of like, what do you do now? So instead of going to a nine to five corporate, what are you doing every single day and like how you are impacting thousands of women?
1: Yeah. So it all started with deciding. I decided right then and there while I was crying and all upset, I just decided that I'm not going to spend the next 40 years of my life doing this. I'm going to leave corporate. I'm going to do something else, but I had no idea what that was. And I was the breadwinner. So I couldn't just like up and quit my job. I'd have a family to support. You know what I mean? So I was kind of lost and stuck. And so I just started getting into a lot of self-development stuff. And I remember Mm -hmm. Kathy Heller on the don't keep your day job podcast was like, if you're stuck and you don't know what you want to do, think about what you love doing as a child and just start doing that. Like just yeah. get into that creative zone because we're all creative. Even yeah. if we don't think we are, we've hit it, hidden that and it's still there and we can still tap into it. Right. So I started doing like everything. I started painting and writing. I started an interior design blog. I started baking and did a baking blog with my daughter and did all of these creative things, yeah. none of which led to anything, right. but by getting into that creative zone of just doing it just for the sake of creating. Yeah. And like that, playful. That, like, yeah. Yeah. That like flow state. And I feel like that opens you up and makes you like a clear channel for, yeah. What's meant for app, you? whatever you want to call it to come through and help you find your purpose. So like I kind of opened up the floodgates. Yeah. That. And I remember I was putting my daughter to bed at nine o'clock at night and I'm sitting there and all of a sudden I just got this overwhelming intuitive hit that said, you need to start an Instagram page around yeah. the traction.
0: It's and always it's like, just like that too. Yeah. Like every switch it's like, like I have, have, to have to
1: do it. it. Yeah. yeah. And I knew nothing about really like Instagram or yeah, I didn't even know how to put a quote, like a graphic quote. <laughs> I had no idea. I had to like Google right. it. I didn't even know how to do that. But I was just thinking like, you know what? I do know a lot about the law of attraction. I've been studying it for almost 10 years. Yeah. So maybe I can help other people. like Someone get else. To that point. Yeah. So I started the page right then. And you just ran, ran with it. Yeah. Ran with it. And I told myself, let's just try it out. Just like I'm trying all these other things. And after a year, if I don't have a like, thousand followers after a year, then maybe it's just not resonating. So I kind of like right. set that goal. I'm, I'm very goal oriented. You, out- you outseated that goal. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I did that in a month. And so that was, I felt like the universe was telling me loud and clear, like, this is what you're supposed to do. Yeah. Right. But I still couldn't see how, I didn't even think about it being a business at that point. It was just like a hobby, you know? Right. And I just wanted to help people and I wanted to put my mark on the world Mm -hmm. and putting my mark on the world ended up coming in the form of a book. I wrote the Law of Attraction Tribe workbook. Yeah.
0: I saw that last night.
1: Yeah. And that and was, I was like, like, hello, that's awesome. Yeah. It was just, and what's crazy about that is I literally put that together in a long weekend. It was like, yeah. I just got this download and I just, you know, when you do okay. for yeah. hours and it feels like minutes, that's what I did with the book. And that was pretty much how my business started that was like the first thing I sold
0: yeah well everything you're saying it's like I think everyone gets these feelings and these desires kind of in place in them like this download but then some people kind of push it away and they're like well no 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 no, I can't do it because those limiting beliefs which I know we'll talk about but I always say like if you get a desire I'm a true believer that it was in place in you for a reason so like you starting this Instagram or whatever like this first step or writing the book you took action on it and I think that's just so huge and you could have been like no I don't know how to do it so I'm not doing it. But like, I always say this too, like you can't not do something because you don't know how you figure it out and you did clearly.
1: Oh yeah. I'm so big on just taking imperfect action because everything new is, it's not going to be perfect. It's not perfect. But when you look at my first post on Instagram and you look at my most recent post, it's totally different. And like, if I didn't start when I did and take all that messy and perfect action, I certainly wouldn't be sitting here today. You know what I mean? Yeah. So just putting one foot in front of the other. And I remember, yeah. I mean, it's not like I didn't have any limiting beliefs. Right. So, I mean, when I, I went and told my husband, like I'm starting this page and he, instantly he was like, you are going to have internet trolls. There's people that are so nasty and you're so sensitive. It's going to kill you. Like yeah. you're going to, Hear all these negative comments, and I know it's going to mess with you. And I was like, yeah. It's okay. Like, I you it. Yeah. It. I'm okay with it. I'll deal with it. I don't care because, in my mind, I said if I could just help one person, mm-hmm. then it'll be worth it. Even if 10 yeah. people make a negative comment, if I'm helping one person, yeah. I'm okay with that.
0: Right. And you were showing up for people when there was only like two people following you. And that's why I always tell people you have to start when one person's following you or you're helping that one person. Cause eventually like that might turn into like that greater impact. And going back to when you were talking before about the playful side and like kind of just reconnecting to creativity to get these signs from the universe. Cause I feel like a lot of people are like, what downloads are you talking about? Like, I, I don't have these downloads and Everything I think femininity versus the masculine side probably played a huge role in your transition because I know for me, like I was super masculine in the sense of like I did what I was supposed to do, I thought you know, checking off those boxes and everything. But then I was excited to interview you because you do practice manifestation and you are in your feminine power and flow and everything like that. So I was wondering if you could kind of like give someone who's brand new to this, you know, manifestation how do they connect to? That higher source, and like, do they have to be religious to do so, or X, Y, and Z? And I I know the answer, but I don't think everyone does.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, I never, never got these. Well, I don't want to say I never got these downloads, but like, it just, I didn't ever really tune into that side of me. I actually grew up with no religion, we (laughs) didn't go to church. There's a whole story behind, you know, kind of like all of that, but I. I'm so grateful to my parents now looking back because in in our house, we were always encouraged to think about all possibilities and exactly. anything was open. Like I remember just having hour long conversations talking about parallel universes and reincarnation and like everything was okay to talk about. And I think that's <laughs> one of the things that, made the law of attraction so easy for me is I was just able to believe in any possibility because that's kind of yeah. like how I was raised. So no, like you don't have to be religious to tap into this side. And like you said, I do think it comes with that feminist or feminine I can't talk I it. can't say that word ever. I'm like feminine is <laughs> always like, I always mess it up. Me too. <laughs> it's so funny. Surprising but I think we like tap into that like I said through the creativity, whether you're doing it like for a reason or not, just doing anything creative, writing, anything like that. I really feel like it draws on that side. And like, Mm -hmm. that's when things would really just start to come to you. I would get these, I guess it was like brilliant ideas. Like you just get that light bulb moment, or I think Oprah calls it like the aha moment where you're just like, whoa, like such a good idea. And I know yeah. when I say that, I'm sure people are like, okay, I get that. I've had that before, but here's the difference. So many people get those moments and then they think, yeah, someday I'll do that or yeah. I'll, you know, I'll get to it eventually. And then that passion behind it and the, the ease and the flow that comes with it goes mm-hmm. out the window. Yeah. It never happened to it. It doesn't have that yeah. same effect.
0: Well, years go by. Yeah, years are going by. You're living this unfulfilling life, and it's like, hello, you had that golden opportunity. And if you're listening and you're like, darn it, I keep doing that, like you still have the opportunity to change today by just deciding. And that's what you said at the beginning of the episode is like, just deciding. You're ready, you're done, you're ready for more than what you're currently living.
1: Yeah. And, you know, when you get those aha moments, act on them right away. Yeah. You know, even if it's scary and if you don't know what you're doing, yeah, just one little step in the right direction moves. Yeah, you'll, you'll all of a sudden like just know what to do. It's just taking yeah. that one step that's really the hardest
0: that will guide you. Yeah, with Go Getter Girl Company, like we launched. I know Stephanie. We don't know like much about each other yet. We've like just totally creeped on each other's pages, but you know, I have I think a new company called Go yeah. Getter Girl Company, and that's for on this podcast. But when it came to me, we were driving in the car. I already had my coaching business, and I was like, I just like something hit me and. I mean, it wasn't always that easy. Like you said, like it didn't always just come to me, but this was very strong. And it was like, you're starting a planner company. And I was like, okay, like I'm doing it. And so I could have sat there and been like, you know, there's too many other planner companies, like, you know, Erin Condren and all those big companies. How am I going to make a planner? I knew nothing, literally nothing about manufacturing things and getting things designed and whatever. But it's just so crazy because you're right like the second you decide, I decided, made a marketing plan in the car on my laptop in our long drive and literally this was only 12 weeks ago and we already have the planners in production. So, I could have sat on this for years and years and years, but I didn't and I think that just it's about being a go-getter and attracting your dream life. So, yeah, yeah. I just, I love
1: it. the flow. It's like everything falls in place. Like you just get moving and then the next like person will reveal themselves that can help you with this step. And then like yeah. you'll see something that you're like, okay, now I can move forward with this. And everything just like falls into place so seamlessly. So that's yeah. it. so important to take action when you're feeling that, when you're in that like alignment and just right. putting one foot in in front of the other. And, you know, I think just to give people some more tips, it doesn't necessarily have to be you get these hits only when you're doing something creative. Like Mm -hmm. I've noticed when I exercise, I like... Anytime I work out and do like a hardcore workout, 15 to 20 minutes into it, stuff just starts flowing through me. And I'm just like, yeah. all these incredible ideas, mm-hmm. meditation. I used to cringe when I heard the word because I'm like, I just can't sit still for the yeah. quiet room. But what really helped me, I started doing the Headspace app and it starts with just three minutes. And I'm like, mm-hmm. if, if I can't sit still for three minutes, then yeah. Leave. And mm-hmm. so that like kind of helped me ease into that. And once again, now that I do that on a regular basis, I'll get ideas that flow through me that way or through journaling. Like all of these different things are, I feel like they're channels for the universe or God to like come through and give you the information that you need.
0: Cause you're open and like receptive to it. And like when you were making all these changes in your life and deciding you wanted to change and like going for these new scary things, were they scary for you? And if they were like, what did you decide anyways? Like if someone's listening and they're just really scared, they're fearful. Like what kind of limiting beliefs or resistance did you have to work through to get to where you are, whether it was your move or starting this new business, for example, when you moved to Florida, were you, did you go back to a corporate position or did you jump right into like your new thing?
1: Yeah. No, I stayed with my same company. So moving to Florida was probably like one of the scariest things I ever did. And it's so funny because my mom was just talking to me the other day and we were kind of talking about your intuition and like tapping into the universe and stuff. And she was like, I always wondered where you got that strength to move to Florida. You didn't know anyone. So I didn't know anyone in Florida and we decided on Tampa where we've never been before. We've been to other places in Florida. We had never been in Tampa, but like everything we were reading, everyone that we talked to, they were, it was like Tampa, Tampa. So we knew yeah. that like Tampa was where we had to go, but we had never been here before. And um, so I didn't know, like, I didn't know how I was going to make money there. I, I had no idea. This was like all, you know, up in the air. And I just remember going to my boss and being like, I'm moving to Florida. And like, <laughs> what? I was like, I'm moving to Florida over the summer so that my daughter can start kindergarten in, you know, September, Florida. And he was like, okay, are you sure? (laughs) You know, and and he's like, well, do you want to stay with the company? And I said, well, yeah, if I could transfer, that would be great. Right. And so he really was trying to convince me to stay and was not really helping me transfer or find a new job or anything because he wanted me to stay where I was in Illinois. Mm -hmm. And so I, first I started getting frustrated, but then I just told myself, you know what? whether I move with this company or not, I am moving. You're moving, Yeah. I, like I so, declared yeah. it and I put a date and I was like, if I don't find a job by this time, then that's fine. I'm still mm-hmm. moving. And I, something will happen. I will find something, even if I have to go work somewhere, I don't want to work. Yeah. So once I declare that once again, like once I set that intention, I mm-hmm. get an email on my work email that this guy, Derek just got promoted and he's over the state of Florida. And mm-hmm. Derek is the guy that hired me. We were super close. He liked me. Everything was great. I knew he would support me in it. And I called him mm-hmm. up and he was like, yeah. I'm to get you a job in Florida. Just, just hang tight and we'll make it work. And a few months went by and everyone, all my friends, all my coworkers, all my family, they were like, what are you going to do? This guy isn't calling you. A position isn't opening up. You really mm-hmm. need to start thinking about what you're going to do. Yeah. I was like, no, he will come through. I just know it. He'll come through. And I just held this belief. Yeah. And next thing I knew, I got a call from Derek and he's like, Hey, I need you to hop on a plane and go interview for this position in Tampa. And Mm -hmm. I was like, it was like all of a sudden. And so my husband and I planned to go for like two days. Yeah, we did that interview. He gives me the job and he's like, Mm -hmm. how soon can you move? So literally in two days I had to do this interview. Then we had to find a place to live. Yeah. And then we had to drive to every hospital in the area so that my husband could try to figure out where he was going to His position.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think it's so powerful that you did this like as a mother, you know, like obviously I'm not a mom yet. And I always am looking up to other moms who are doing and living this life that I hope I can, I will still live. Um, once I'm a mom, but so many women out there, I hear every single day. Well, like I can't because I'm a mother or like, I can't, you know, moving even like, Oh, do you, you know, people ask me, do you ever have regrets that you moved? And I'm like, absolutely I never do what are like some tips I guess I know you are a mom and you were probably thinking about not only yourself but your family but did you just know that if you didn't move you wouldn't be the best version of
1: yourself for your family 100 percent. I feel I totally feel that that everyone like worries and uses that excuse like I have kids so I can't for me I was like I have a kid so I have to like mm-hmm. I just knew that I was gonna give her the best life as possible and that where we were wasn't going to provide that for her. And so even though it was hard and I, it was really hard having to uproot her from everyone she's ever known, everything she's ever known and to right. this new place, I knew I could see the big picture and I knew it was the best thing for her. And mm-hmm. she was really what kept me going. I just kept thinking that if we stay, not only is this going to be my life, but this is going to end up being her life too. And I don't want her to be my yeah. age wishing that she had a different life or lived somewhere else. Mm -hmm. And I kept thinking I'm always going to be by her. So if she gets out of school and then gets married, has kids, well, then once again, now I'm still stuck in Illinois. So we need to move like now while she's younger. So really, I mean, I totally get it's hard with kids, but she was my motivating force. I was just like, I want to do anything I can for her. And I just knew that Florida was the first step in getting there. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I should kind of explain too that the reason I picked Florida was because I I wanted, I didn't want to wait till retirement to start living. You know what I mean? I was living for the weekends. I was living for my measly two weeks of vacation. I didn't want to do that. I wanted my whole life to feel like a vacation. Like I wanted Mm -hmm. to be able to go to the beach whenever I wanted and take her to Disney World. Do all these things now and not just reserve it for like one time out of the year. You know, I wanted my whole lifestyle to feel that way. And so moving to Florida really fulfilled a huge portion of that. Yeah. I
0: feel like I always say if I didn't move to Florida and I stayed in Connecticut, I would likely still be working the job I didn't love. I probably would have got my master's and like probably never would have went for my own position. Like I really, I truly believe that. And with manifestation, what is the best tip or key step you have to have to actually see the results. So I hear all the time, like manifestation is a word people are kind of throwing around. Obviously I'm sure you know right now, like it's just a word, but how come it only works for some people? And then other people are like, I didn't get that result that I wanted.
1: Yeah. So I think there's three big things that I, that I usually find with clients so the first is getting clear on what you want, which sounds so easy, but mm-hmm. you would be astonished at how many people I talk to where I ask them what they want and there's no clear answer. It's like, "Well, yeah. I want to be rich." Okay, well what is uh, that? How, mean? Why? Yeah. Do you want right. 50,000 a year or do you want 50,000 a month? Like what does being rich mean? Right. And, you know, your whole lifestyle too. Like, okay, you want this money, but do you want to work it, get that working hundred hours a week or do you want to work four hours a week? You know, Yeah, a, like, right. Specific. You have to have a vision. And I always tell people when they get stuck with manifesting is think about how you placed an order with Amazon. Mm-hmm. You type in the search bar what you want. Yeah. And if you want a book, like a specific book, like the Law of Attraction Tribe workbook, you're not going to type in book and then just randomly pick a book. Like you're going to type in Law of Attraction Tribe workbook find that specific book and add it to your cart you have to do that with when you're placing your order with the universe there has to be some kind of clarity or vision otherwise how is it supposed to know like what to get what you
0: you want yeah
1: and then the next big thing is believing and having that it'll happen so Mm -hmm. every single person has limiting beliefs and sometimes we have limiting beliefs that we don't even know we have because they're buried In our subconscious which is in control the majority of the time and a lot of those beliefs formed in the first seven years of life so like they're there and they're running our life but we don't even know half the time that we have them so a little trick that I like to use is I tell people either write it down or say out loud your goal like a big huge life-changing scary goal that you want to accomplish say it or write it down and then immediately Anything that comes to mind, write it down because Mm -hmm. right after you state that goal, that little voice in your head is going to start telling you every reason why that's not going to happen. Right. No, well, I'm not smart enough. I don't have the degree. I don't have the resources. I don't have the right people, blah, 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 blah. Like all of these things will start coming into your mind. You write those down. Those are your limiting beliefs and those are what you have to overcome, Mm -hmm. you know, and So you can do that by simply rewriting a new story. Like ask yourself, is this true? If you, let's say like your goal is to make a six figure salary and you're telling yourself, well, the limiting belief that comes up in your mind is I can't make a six figure salary because Mm -hmm. I never went to college. Okay. So that's a limiting belief. So now you need to look at that and say, well, is that true? Mm -hmm. And what you do is you ask yourself, is there anybody out there in the world that doesn't have a college degree that's making six figures?
0: Yeah. Like look at the evidence. Yeah. Yes. yeah.
1: And, and if one person can do it, then you can do it too.
0: Like why you can't I? Mean,
1: and then you can rewrite a new story that, yeah. you know, yes, I can make six figures and I can do it with ease and flow and just having that faith. And once again, think about when you're placing that order on Amazon. Okay. You have placed the order. Do you call Amazon and say like, Hey, I just want to make sure that you know that I want to make, or I want this book to be delivered. I just want to make sure that it's in the warehouse. I just want to make sure that the guy packaged it. And then do you sit there and think like, okay, it's got to go to the warehouse. Then, then it's got to get on a truck. Then the guy's got to bring it to my front door. Like you don't think of any of that. Mm -hmm. You place the order and you forget about it until you trust on your doorstep. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So same with what you want. You have to have that faith Mm -hmm. that even though you don't know how, it's not your job to know how, just know that it's your job to declare what you want and yeah. the universe will find the way and think, go back and think about any crazy thing that you've achieved in your life. Could you have known every single step that, and every single thing that fell into place to make that happen? Mm-hmm. Like there's always things that you oh, yeah. predicted that happened. Yeah. Yeah. So what makes you think you could you'll know exactly how this is gonna happen? You have to let go of the how and just trust that that's not your job and you'll mm-hmm. be led down the right path. Cause all of these things are where people get caught up. They either get caught up in not making a goal to start with. Right. Or if they make a goal, they might get caught in a limiting belief telling them they can't do it. Yeah. But if they get past that, they might say, Well, I can do it, but I don't know how. Yeah. You gotta let go so, of all those things. You know yeah. what I mean?
0: I think you then, can, Oh, go ahead. Sorry.
1: Oh no. I was just going to say the final thing was what we already talked about, which is just taking action.
0: Right. Yeah. And I think believing in yourself, like you were saying is so important. Like if you're saying one thing, like, Oh, I'm going to make this happen. You know, this, say you're an entrepreneur and you're like, I'm going to have 35 sales this week in my course. And then the next second in your mind, you're like, who are you to make 35 sales? And you're just kind of going back and forth. Do you believe that you can actually manifest? This is something I've been Pondering and considering lately, because I've done a lot of research on like human design and like if I'm a master manifester or whatever. And I know that I am one of the manifestors, but they're like, you can manifest the opposite outcome. So if you're like saying you're going to do it, but then also saying things like it's not going to happen for you and all these limiting beliefs you kind of let take over, what do you believe in that? Like the universe is going to provide you what you're actually energetically feeling
1: and available to. Yeah. Yeah. So we're manifesting all the time. Yeah. Even if you have never heard of manifesting or the law of attraction, your, your whole entire life has been manifested. We're always manifesting Mm -hmm. and what you're saying, totally, totally true. Like, you could say you want one thing, but if you don't feel it, if you're yeah. feeling anxious about it and you're like, this isn't going to happen and you don't have good feelings and good energy and a good vibration behind it, you're not going to align with that. So yeah. the universe doesn't necessarily just hear words. It goes off of your vibration and how you're feeling. And so when you want something, you have to like act as though you already have it. Think about how you would show up if you already had that thing and, and show up decisions. as that person now. Yeah. Make you know? decisions
0: Like that person. Now I see that like, is a big thing of maybe someone's like, well, I'm poor and I can't, I can't afford it and I can't do it. But it's like, would you say that if you were already that person and you have to start making those decisions? Like you're that person and embody that person that you want to become. But if we say words like that, it becomes our reality and it stays
1: our reality. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. You have to feel as though you've already done it. So like I had a coaching client and she actually, it was so like brilliant what she was saying. Cause she was going through this really rough phase where she wasn't getting a lot of sales in her business. And she said, I was sitting in the grocery store parking lot wondering how I'm going to pay the bills this month. Mm-hmm. I don't have enough money to cover the bills. Should I even be grocery shopping right now? And then yeah. she stopped herself and she was like, you know what? would somebody who's financially well off, would somebody who has a business that's skyrocketing think this way? No, they would just know that there's an endless supply of money and that it's okay and you're fine. And they wouldn't worry about it. They wouldn't even be thinking about it right now. Right. And And yeah, shifted in that parking lot. And like an hour later, she got an email from someone who wanted to commission her, for like ten thousand dollars, which was the highest sale she had ever had. So, mm-hmm. how fast you manifest something really does play into your vibration. If you're like really feeling it and you're aligned with it, and there is no doubt in your body and your mind, you can manifest things pretty quickly too. Right. So you really want to just live on that vibration of I'm already living this and act as though you already have okay. it.
0: Yeah, I found in my business, and I think there's a lot of entrepreneurs listening, which is great, and this is something I saw myself change in my business. Like once I started to stop forcing and just trusting that it was going to come through, like for example, two weeks ago, I launched my mastermind and I had a goal. I was like, I want to cap off around nine women. And obviously going into a mastermind launch, you have an idea of who is probably going to be interested in this program or whatever. And so I had my idea and I was like, okay, I think we're going to cap off at like maybe 11 max, but I just kind of was like, dude, this program's awesome. Like I know there's women who need it. And I had this confidence, this great energy going into it that I was just like, I was like letting go. I wasn't showing up, forcing it. I wasn't trying too hard. I wasn't stressing the outcome. And I was getting messages from women that months ago had said, you know, I just can't afford your mastermind. I can't do it. That were like, Hey Rach, I listened to your story last night and like, I'm in, I'm I'm in, I want to be a part of it. And I was like, Oh my God, I'm like, whoa, like, okay. But the second that stuff started happening for me, when I actually hold back and just let happen, I saw more abundance coming through. And so I think you brought up such a good point about scarcity mindset and how if we're in that mindset of like, I'm not going to make money, I have no money, I'm not going to get clients, then that's literally the result that we're probably going to get. But when we're in an abundant state of, I know that who's right for me will come and like the money is there and like all of those feelings, like our results are different. Okay, I'm totally interrupting this episode, but for a very good reason. If you've been tuning in every single week and you're so obsessed with what we talk about, you're obsessed with these trainings, you want to unleash your best self, step into your potential, get clarity on your dream life, learn about the resistance that's holding you back, then you need, need, need to get into this freebie I just unlocked for you. Pause what you're doing, go to at RachMarieOfficial on Instagram, click the link in my bio and get yourself in this freebie, sister. It is probably the most epic freebie I've ever launched and given you the most access to my private trainings that my go-getter mentality mastermind and course clients receive. You're getting the same trainings, worksheets, videos. Get on in there, start to become the best freaking version of yourself, manifest your dreams, and become the go getter that I know you are. So, welcome to the go getter mentality, baby, the free mini course version. And I'm so proud of you and so happy to have you in there. When you join, make sure to check your email after for a password and login to your mini course. And I will see you on the inside of the freebie. And let's get back to this episode. So for somebody listening who doesn't know what scarcity mindset is or wants to learn to attract more and step into an abundant state, like I know one tip we kind of mentioned already is replacing negative thoughts with positive affirmations. Do you have any other tips for someone who is constantly finding themselves in the scarcity?
1: Is it practicing
0: more gratitude? What do you have for like maybe a tip for them?
1: Yeah, so there's a couple tips. The first thing that I find a lot is if someone is, is is in a scarcity mindset, they'll say, okay, I want to be out of debt. Uh And just using that word debt alone is coming from a place of lack. So you don't want to talk about the things that you don't want. You instead want to talk about abundance. Like, so instead Mm -hmm. of saying debt, say you, you don't want debt, say you do want abundance. So that's like the first thing, because that happens all the time. Or like if someone is trying to manifest a new relationship, they might list out everything they don't want in a guy when Mm -hmm. that's the last thing you want to do, because that's what you're going to keep getting. Like you want to list out what you do want. So Mm -hmm. that's the first thing. But yeah, gratitude. I feel like gratitude is at the center of everything with manifestation. It is the easiest and fastest way to get in that high vibe state where you're going to be manifesting because you're never going to get more if you are not grateful for what you already have.
0: Right. And appreciate the present. Mm -hmm. Right.
1: Yeah. So I make it a part of my daily practice and this is probably the first thing that I did after learning about the law of attraction. I always have a gratitude journal that I write in every single day and I don't just write it down. Like I will go through it and I I will say thank you to everything that I Mm -hmm. list on there. And I'll think about why I love that, why I'm grateful for it. And I'll give love to it. I'll feel the vibration of that. And then I just feel like so amazing. And mm-hmm. you know, another practice that I do pretty much every day is I'll go for a walk outside. I just feel like being outside, being in nature is like another way to get in that vibration. Mm-hmm. And I'll just do like a gratitude rampage where I'll just be like walking and I'll be like, I'm so grateful for this sunny day. I'm so grateful that mm-hmm. I live in Florida. I'm so grateful for all the vibrant Flowers and plants, and and just yeah. like I'll just, just like look, look around, yeah. Page of like, yeah, just giving like all this love and gratitude for everything, mm-hmm. and I feel so high vibe after that. Nothing's gonna bring me down, and it really does help all those limiting beliefs, all of that mm-hmm. scarcity fall away when you're in that good state. Yeah, um, and, and anyone can do
0: yeah, I was just going to say like anyone can change that. I mean, I actually grew up in like a super, like my family's amazing, but I will say, I don't think they realize sometimes they are negative. They are judgmental. Like they say things right. That are like, I don't know, whatever. So I grew up like that and it took me a while. I would say to like, not a while, but like over the years, I'm a different person than I was when I was like 18 or whatever. I didn't appreciate, I didn't look around and really love and appreciate my life. But I also feel like part of it was because I didn't actually get a chance to like build my reality. But like now that I look around at like my office or my little family that I have, I don't have kids yet, but like my little dog and like all of that and like the space, the people I surround myself with, like even this podcast, it's like, I just get so grateful and thankful that I did this. And I think that's the powerful transition of what did you do to get to the reality you want? Like, how did you show up for yourself? And that's when I find that like, I look around and have moments where I'm like crying because I'm just like so Freaking excited about this life that I'm living, but oh, it's because yeah. I made changes. But if I, I didn't, I would be like, I would be dreading my job and I would be dreading my reality. And I, I was, I was in that state and so were you. So this just goes to show like you can change your life
1: in any moment. And I love those tips that you gave.
0: I and I want to hit on oh, go gold
1: too. Like I just want to back up for a second because this is so important. So mm-hmm. you were saying, you know, your family's great. Obviously, you love them and everything, but maybe they weren't always grateful for things. Yeah. And here you can move to Florida and you created this life for yourself and I did the same. I think there is something to that, something about removing yourself from an environment or from you know what they want from people all the time that are in a scarcity mindset. So if you're around friends, family, coworkers, people that are constantly talking about debt or lack or mm-hmm. just in this negative mindset, it's going to rub off on you. Like you are the average of the people that you surround yourself with. And sometimes it takes getting out of that environment.
0: Everything. To change
1: mm-hmm. that, you know, and it doesn't yeah. necessarily have to mean moving to another state or cutting people out of your life. I've literally never cut somebody. Out of my life before, but I might protect my energy more and just limit my interaction. Or if things get negative, just be polite and like say, I'm sorry, I gotta go and walk away. Because if you're around that all the time, you're gonna become that 100%. Oh,
0: absolutely. Yeah, I mean, exactly. And I had so many friends, like, I had great friends in Connecticut, but I will say, and I, I talked about this on my old podcast actually that I had, when you up level and you decide like you are stepping into this next chapter, you are stepping into this higher version of yourself, you might not even realize you're changing or you're stepping into that person because it's like happening for you and you're, you're having it happen. But I had so many people that weren't willing to like continue that journey with me or friends that weren't, they just weren't about it. Like, right. They were passive about it. They weren't truly supporting it. And now I, I moved to Florida and I mean, not only moving though, like we connect with people online, like me and you just connected online and we happen to live near each other. But, you know, I have friends that get it. They 100%, I'll text them and be like, I'm doing this. And they're not like, oh, cool. They're not jealous. They're not not happy for me. Like we're happy together because like we're only gonna empower each other. And so I think you're so right with that. And I listened to your podcast actually the other day and you were talking about investing in yourself and like how you've been a part of so many different masterminds and like coaching. And you're like, that helped me up level because I was surrounding myself with higher vibrational like energy. And so I had to meet that frequency. So I think investing in like money mindset would be such a good way to like conclude the episode. Yeah. So tell me a little bit about, I think investing in yourself. So something I hear a lot and I'm sure you hear a lot as a coach is I just can't afford it. Like I want to change my life, but I'm poor. I can't afford it. Like quite literally those words, but what they're doing is actually staying in that same state because they're not ready to up-level and invest. So how could somebody who really feels they don't have the money, I know what I've done in the past to invest, but what would you say about money mindset and like investing in you?
1: Yeah, so I was that person. I was 100% that person, not even that long ago, where I was like, I don't want to spend $1,500 on a course or $2,000 on a course. Like I would see a course and I would you know, watch a webinar or see the sales page. And I would know intuitively, like this could change my life. And then I would see that $1,500 price tag. And I'd be like, uh, X out. X X out. <laughs> I can't do that. And like my husband's going to think I'm crazy and, and all, you know, what? I, all these limiting beliefs coming up. And then I was listening to this girl that I know who has a, a course and she was explaining to me she was like Stephanie I used to have a course that was $200 and she said people would start it and they would do like the first module and then they wouldn't finish the course and they that was it like oh true Mm -hmm. and she said so then I upped it a little bit to the next year to like $500 and she said what was really interesting is she said I thought that you know, maybe less people would join because I upped the price, but she said more people joined and more people actually were going through the modules and actually started applying it. And she said, it wasn't until I got to the $1,500 mark that I started seeing that people changed their life. Changed their life. Yeah. She said, and I made the connection that by investing in it, they were investing in themselves. And, Mm -hmm by making that big investment, that was telling themselves like, you have to do this. You can't give up. You have to go all in You spent $1,500. You're going to put that $1,500 to, to good use. Mm -hmm. And that's exactly what happened with me. I mean, I've, I can't tell you how many courses I've taken that were like 50 bucks, a hundred bucks, 200 bucks. And I didn't, I didn't do them. I didn't apply my life or I kind of did. It was, you know, whatever. And it wasn't until I started investing, like my first major course that I invested in was a thousand bucks, which was a lot Mm -hmm. of money for me to invest. I'd never spent that much before Mm -hmm. on a personal development course and it freaking changed everything for me. And it wasn't even necessarily the content. I mean, the content was great, but It was just deciding. Yeah. So different. I was all of a sudden in a Facebook group with all of these women who just invested $1,000 in themselves. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, everybody was just, it was like a higher level of commitment and accountability. Mm -hmm. And just taking things i don't know taking things more serious than i would have in another course so you know i hate to say like put it on a credit card or you know whatever but,
0: but i did <laughs>
1: I always look at it is i'm investing a yeah. thousand and i'm gonna get tenfold out of that thousand mm-hmm. dollars and i always have everything that i've learned in these high level courses or masterminds i've 10x my money at least So, you know, you just have to look at that. Like you have to look at, am I really going to show up for a $50 course? Like probably not. And know that like, if you can invest in yourself, there's no better way to spend your money because that's going to change your life.
0: Yeah. I mean, I literally was living with my old job, with my degree. I was getting, I was living like paycheck to paycheck. I remember I had maybe like $250 in my bank account, no savings. Like it was, it was rough. Right. And my first business coach was when everything changed because it wasn't even like you said it wasn't the strategy she's t- she taught me necessarily. It was just deciding that I invested in myself and it's gonna have to work. Like <laughs> I'm deciding I'm doing the thing and it was a two thousand dollars a month business coach and I was making maybe two thousand dollars a month, but I had to put it on a credit card and I, I did. And I see so many women like invest like you were saying. I have had courses that were thirty dollars before that people weren't really buying and people weren't really changing their life, but. Now my mastermind is a four-figure investment and multi-forfeit. Like, you know what I mean? And people are investing in it, but they're changing the trajectory of their life. And so, like, that's the difference and that's the step they're taking. And so I think you almost have to sometimes invest when you don't have necessarily the funds yet because, like you said, it will hopefully – it will come back if you believe that. What was I going to say? I was going to say something about the investing. Oh, um, the debt thing you were mentioning before. That's something I hear a lot is, like, well – like I'm in the process of paying off my debt. So I don't want to like get into more debt. But what I always think is like, well, what is, what, what kind of life is that to live a life where you're like, I'm debt free, but you're not happy. So I have like $90,000 worth of debt actually from my, my degrees and I'm the happiest I've ever been. And I make my payment and I'm fine. (laughs) So
1: I don't know, like, what is your input on debt uh, really quick? Yeah. So I think it's really funny. Not that I'm like against college. I mean, I, I did go to college. I got a degree, but yeah. I just think it's crazy. Like people will go hundreds of thousands of dollars in debt for a college degree. That's going to yeah. give them like a $40,000 a year job, mm-hmm. but they won't invest a thousand dollars or $2,000 in a course that literally will give them everything they need to yeah. completely awesome. like double their income and work from home. So it's just really interesting. And I think that a lot of that has to do with like society tells, you, it's okay to go in debt if you're getting Uh, a degree. It's like conditioning. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, it's just thinking about what you want. And I believe that like when you do make that investment, that really is you believing in yourself and believing Mm -hmm. that this is going to change your life. And Mm -hmm. leaving it up to the universe and like letting go. Like if you're one of those people that you just can't get over that hurdle, you cannot fully believe and you can't just leave it up to the universe. Like that's what you're doing when you invest. You are Mm -hmm. investing in yourself and you're saying like, I know this is- I'm ready. Yeah. I'm ready. Yeah. I'm ready. Exactly. Like I'm open. Yeah. I'm ready. It's time. It's go. Let's
0: go. Yeah. I just got chills. I love that. I totally, totally love that. I loved everything we talked about. Is there anything that you feel- you're like, okay, we have to leave our listeners with this thought, whether it's about the law of attraction. I mean, there's so many different tidbits. I think that people could start today, like five times 55. I know that's a very simple you know, way to declare what you want, but to keep declaring it instead of being like, I want to manifest, you know, I want $30,000 by let's say May 30th, but then the next day you're unsure of it and you're letting limiting beliefs come through. Do you think that's why like the five times 55 is useful because you rewrite that five days in a row?
1: Yeah, I think that's totally useful. And I think there's so many different law of attraction tools and tips and Mm -hmm. it's really just finding like what works for you. you. Like I like literally just try it all. But one thing (laughs) that I think someone can do literally right after they listen to this episode is go sit quietly, like grab your journal, sit quietly. Or if you're in the shower you want to go for a walk outside or, or exercise or whatever, just get in a clear state with your journal and just ask, ask God, ask the universe, your spirit guides, whatever you want to call, call it, ask them, what do I need to know right now? What do you want me to know? And whatever comes to mind, take that action. Like something will come through Mm -hmm. and it might be as simple as like I did, you know, starting an Instagram page or sending an email or researching something, but whatever it is that comes through, take action on it right then and there. And that will give Mm -hmm. you like that first hurdle that you jump over. And that's when things will just start falling into place left and right.
0: Yeah. And I think like even asking for a sign. So for me, my grandma actually she passed away like six months ago. And it was like a very hard time. Like it could have been easily the thing that broke me. She was like my favorite person in this world. And so I could have been like, I'm done, like my business is over, everything's over, right? Like I could have just went into a dark state. But instead I literally have bloomed more in the past six months than ever. Like things I never thought we'd be at today are happening. But something I did when she passed away someone doesn't have to pass away to do this, but I'm just saying you can ask for a sign. So like when she passed away, I was like, I want a sign. I asked the universe. I was like, every time I, you know, I'm on the right path. And my grandma was like reassuring me of that. I want to see an owl. And the reason I chose an owl was because you don't see owls. I don't see owls like every day, usually, you know? And so I'm not kidding you. Like after that, I started to hear owls hooing outside my office in the morning. I see them everywhere. Whether it's a commercial or a stuffed animal or an actual owl we saw at the park in front of us in the daytime. So it's just so powerful. So I think anyone listening, you can do this with numbers, any sign. Like if you just want to start trusting, I think this will prove that to you and give you that reassurance of, wow, there really is a higher something out there that's leading me. Whether you want to believe it's you leading you, you know, like your actual higher self is in charge and actually guiding you. Or if you want to believe in spirit or God or any of those things, that's another like simple thing that you just reminded me of that you can do.
1: I absolutely love that. And I do that all the time and it's so powerful and it really Mm -hmm. does build your faith in the unknown when you start seeing that sign literally everywhere. And you'll know, like you'll, you'll feel it that you're on the right path.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I think like one last tip is just kind of like random, but like just be open to connections for you. For example, like you could have never, this is how Steph and me met was just on Instagram. I posted a graphic. I think you reposted the graphic and then I found your Instagram. You could have been like, "Mm, no, like I have my own manifesting account. I'm not going to support, you know, her account, you know, whatever. Like you could have had this scarcity mindset of closed off, not going to share that like love, but you were like, I love this. And so he messaged her because we have so much in common. And I was like, hi, like let's be friends. But the thing is like, so many people don't do that because we're scared that the outcome or we want to, be the only one to be successful. But I think just being open to all connection and possibilities can only make you more like stronger and really step into
1: who you are going to become. I love that. And just one thing on that real quick is this totally ties in with what you said about signs, because a lot of times if you want something and then you see somebody else that has it, a lot of times we'll automatically be jealous or envious, right? Yeah. What I do now is I look at that as a sign that I'm on the right path. I start seeing people that have what I already want. Like I saw your account that tells me I'm on the right path because I'm literally being like connected with other people who have done this. So instead of like going to that jealous place, just know like this is a great sign that I am doing all the right things.
0: Yeah. No, I mean, it's so cool. And like, it's so weird that I live in Sarasota and Stephanie lives in Tampa, which is like an hour away. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's just so cool. And like I host mastermind, she is coaching, but it's like, we can only collaborate and like help each other with like strengths that we both have. So I think this was an awesome episode. Thank you so much for all of your tips, tricks. Where can everyone listening find you? like on Instagram
1: to go is to Instagram, go to law of attraction tribe and you'll get a good feel for me. And all of my stuff is linked there too.
0: Yeah. And she has just like amazing, like for those of you who are like, I don't want to invest in a coach. Her page is free motivation for you, free tips for you, like tons of amazing content. And then your book as well is on Amazon,
1: right? Yeah. Yeah. And there's a link to that in Instagram as well
0: yay well thank you so much and you guys if you love this episode tag both of us so at law of attraction tribe and at go Getter girl co and let us know let us know what you liked if you absolutely loved it or if you have a question totally shoot us a dm and we'll talk to you guys soon thanks for coming steph
1: bye thank you so much